morning, America. This is John Hurd in beautiful Osage County. I'd like to invite you to pour yourself a cup, sit back, and enjoy a bit of herd mentality over coffee. John and Kelly, and we chat about faith, family, and ranching. I'm going to record you. Don't speak life over my cooking. Don't speak life over your cooking? Well, you, you tell me I do good, and you just... And you just, I can tell by the look on your face, it's not quite serious. Does that bother you? No. No. I've had professionals treat me that way. What are we talking about? I'm lost. I'm cooking. What about it? I've served food to guys that really knew what they were liking to eat. And they said, mm-hmm, best steak I ever had. Like, you've had more steaks than just one. This can't be the best steak you ever had. You know, I mean, it's a compliment. It might have been. But it, there's no way. There's no way. Because it wasn't the best steak I ever had. I mean, I liked it. Maybe they hadn't gotten around it. as much as you. They may not. Maybe they're not the connoisseur. They may not be. I guess they may not be. You know, you can test the meat just by touching it when you're cooking it. Do you know that? No. How ready it is? How? Just by feel. What are you feeling for? Firmness. You want it to be firm? No. You want it to be? Just right. How's it, how does just right feel? I know what it feels like. It feels like John and Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> how does just right feel? Just just right. Uh, firmness. I mean, uh, you try to figure out, okay, you, you, you're, you're going to eat that piece of meat. Mm-hmm. You're going to chew that piece of meat. Mm-hmm. So you want to feel, you're trying to imagine in your mind how juicy and tender that piece of meat is while you're cooking it. So I like It's the, an imaginary feel. Idiot. Well, not really. You know I mean, you're thinking through it. You're, you're looking through it. It's processed. It's Do like, you think that hard when you're cooking a steak? Well, yeah. It's a $20 <laughs> piece of meat. I mean, the last thing I want to do is pull it off and it's like, blah. But don't you need to think beforehand to make it? really good and less when you're cooking it isn't it in the marinade in the prep yeah but a good piece of meat you don't need to marinate the only reason i marinate meats when there's nothing in it to hold that buoyancy that that juicy flavor how can you tell by looking ahead of time well a lot of times you buy from the grocery store there's nothing in there but there's nothing in there i mean when you open packages when you open a package of meat say you get something processed you know like we do and you thaw it out what do you thaw it out on when you thaw it out. What do you mean? What do I thaw it out? Do you thaw it out on a plate or something, right? Because there's going to be blood running everywhere because it's thawed out. Because it actually still holding blood. I would usually put it in a bowl of water. Yeah. I've seen that. Well, then you wash all no, the blood you, off you of it. No, you saw me cooking it. I know. The hamburger meat. But I know. No, I, I would put my package of steaks in a bowl of water. Like room temperature water. I felt like it helped them thaw out quicker. Well, but they're still in the wrapper, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's fine. But when you undo the when you undo the plastic, there's blood in there. So that steak has has moisture. Okay. 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 So I thaw them out room temperature. Right. Let them thaw out room temperature. Don't force them to thaw out. Right. But if you go to the grocery store and buy a piece of meat from especially from Pahuska, and you cut it open, you can lay it out, and there ain't a drop of blood nowhere. You can't even squeeze a drop of blood out of it. That's not good meat. No. So that's when you add marinate, so you can at least have some. No, babe. That's when you don't eat it. Well, I know. 
poor people have poor ways. So you got to no, take quit. that piece no, we, of meat. No, you want to take that saying out of your vocabulary. And you try to make it taste like a good piece of meat. Hmm. <clears throat> well, I think that you put very concentrated effort into your cooking. Mm-hmm. And that, my friend, is the difference between John and Kelly. Because Kelly just likes to get it done. You want John a meal. You're just gonna put a meal out there, likes to chop it up and fluff it up and spread it out and make it pretty. I watched you do your salad the other day. I was just so impressed. I thought you should be a chef. Well, you're going through the effort to make it. That's why you the boss and I'm the hood. I don't want to be the boss. I do. Yes, you do. I just like to cook. And I do the dishes. And I want to present something that looks good and tastes good. You ever worked calves where you've gone out with the wagon and everybody sets up teepees and you got to cook in a hood? No. No. When Morehouses used to run yearlings on us, they'd come when it was time to ship and everything and be there for several days and they'd set the wagon up and have it under the fly. And this uh, man, his name was Benjamin. Benjamin was the cook on the wagon. And he had another guy, I forgot what his name was, and he was the hood. And the hood did the prep sort of stuff. Why is he called the hood? Because that's a cowboy name for what he does. He did the dishes. He he cleaned it up. He set it out. But Benjamin did all the cooking on... And, of course, they did all the cooking on a fire in Dutch ovens and stuff. Yeah. Cobblers and everything like that. And I made some enchiladas, and they cooked them in the Dutch oven and stuff one time. But everybody did it the, at the wagon, you know, mm-hmm. under the fly. And Benjamin would make homemade biscuits and put them in the Dutch oven and stuff and whatnot. And oh my gosh, it was good. But the hood did the dishes because the cook was the boss. And see, that's how that's how we roll. You're the hood. The I'm hood. the hood, and the you're hood. the cook. Mm-hmm. I'll be your hood. I don't like that word. How come? It sounds be, like hoodlum, doesn't I'd it? I'd rather you be my darling. Oh, well, I'll be your darling too. But my helper. I'll, I'll do your dishes. How about that? I like doing dishes too, though. Okay, boss. But you can do them. Or you can do them. I'll just eat the food. So that just made, that just gave me an idea. So I think we've got, on our calf works, we've got a full day up at Ganner's. We have a full day down here. I think we ought to get the grandkids and the Godsey kids and the Hayden kids and the Powell kids and get everybody to camp out at Ganner's the night before we work calves and then we pin and work calves and we cook on a campfire like that and I'll be the cook you can be the hood yeah that's the only way that works and then after <laughs> and then after that after we work calves and stuff the kids can go but swimming need... in the creek and mm-hmm. be a good be little fun. weekend yeah yeah that gives you that excuse to buy that other tent you're I wish we about. had about you know, a thousand cows that we could spend a week doing it. I don't think I'd want to camp out for a solid week. Well, you could drive back and on forth. You could drive fire. back and forth. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. That could be fun. I think we ought to do that. I think I'm going to pitch that to all the boys. It's a good memory. All the young men need to. Mm-hmm. On our calf works this year, we need to camp out. Mm-hmm. And they'll just have to daddy up and say, okay. And if they don't want to, Papa will stay with all the boys. Don't hurt my feelings. You know those daddies will want to stay. I know. They will. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. The weather will be pretty. You know, we'll be mm-hmm. doing it in about 30 days. 
about 45 days. Middle of May. Yeah. It'd be fun. I need to call up there and get me another 10 word. So, you know, your heat's just right with your food as well. Mm-hmm. You gotta have... But I, I couldn't explain how you, you know, you can touch a steak and tell how it's done, but I can definitely touch one until you've two done. You know what we need to do? There's nothing more depressing than somebody handing you a steak that they cooked. You and need to put together your it. own cookbook. And you've watched them cook it, and you know how much that piece of meat costs, and they are so proud of it, and you're like, dude. And you know what? If you did your own cookbook, one. you could feature some of JB's recipes. Oh, yeah. He'd want center page, though. Yeah? Yeah. He'd want his own... He's pretty darn good cook. Big old mug in there. He kind of likes to me. school on you just a little bit. He likes to school on Big Brother. He does. Yeah, he could feature some of JB's stuff. We could take like that picture he sent the other night, that crescent roll pizza. Oh, yeah. We could take pictures like that and put in that cookbook. And then we could have some herd mentality, you know, quotes or whatever down on there. We could put a little cookbook together. Yep. This is this is a possibility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. I asked JB because JB sent the pizza to him, too. I think Corey asked him, what possessed you to cook a pizza? And Jamie goes, it looked good. It looked good what he sent. <laughs> it looked good. He's a good cook. He's not that good. He's all right. He can cook. He's a good cook. <laughs> <laughs> he can cook. <clears throat> he likes We need to, to get JB to sit down with us while we're doing a podcast. Oh, yeah. That could be your Jamie. That could be. I bet you he'd come cook. That's the deal. Our Papa Let's let cook. JB do the cooking and bring his own hood. There you go. <laughs> then we can just enjoy <laughs> and critique what he's doing. No, I'm just going to eat it. <laughs> you can critique it. You know, because I got that black scone grill. Uh-huh. We can set it up and we can fry hash browns, eggs. Yeah. We can. Oh, yeah. We just need more cattle because it needs to last longer than just two days. Well, I agree. I'd like to have as many head as I could possibly have. And as much grass as I need to run them all. What would really be cool is to have a crew of boys, young men, and hire out and just drag them with me to contract out working other people's calves and just going and camping out their place and I like John Wayne and the Cowboys. Burning daylight. <laughs> well, the Cowboys that work for Tom Morehouse, you know, they kind of are all about it for that experience and stuff, but it gets a little old when they can see the lights of their house in the distance <laughs> and they're out there sleeping in the teepee. And it's going a little bit too far. We went camping a couple years ago down there on the creek and, and I knew it was going to rain. I told the kids it was going to rain. They were wanting to go. So we camped that. We popped tents up. They were all ready. We built the fire. And I rolled out about 9 o'clock. Went to the house as the lightning was cracking. Mm. And they, they fought the weather. The boys were mad at me. Huck tells me, from here on out, next time we're camping, I cannot go home. <laughs> I've camped out in the backyard with my grandsons. And they abandoned the mission about halfway through. And I end up being the only one sleeping out there, waking up alone out there. See, the I don't mind camping by the house. They've abandoned. That way you can roll out if you need to. Yeah. They, they got scared. They wanted to go in the house. 
the left pigeon out there alone? I think enjoying life is what what's really important. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. Enjoying it and leaving people better than you found them. It's mm -hmm. gonna that's important to me. Mm -hmm. And sharing your knowledge, you know. I don't really know if I have any knowledge. You have knowledge, but you have knowledge. You have a lot of knowledge. I have heart. Well you have knowledge. I have heart. I have a lot of BS that a lot of people think may think is knowledge. They just don't tell you that. I know, see. <laughs> no, no. And it hurts me. <laughs> <laughs> like when you're telling me how to butter the corn last night. That that was a Direction. I mean, that was giving you a little bit of insight. I mean, I think it's cool. It is cool. Maybe I approached it wrong. Maybe well, I should have waited after we sat down and, and ate the corn. And maybe. Said, you know what, babe? Let me show you how I can. That, uh, that cool might way. have been more palatable. I know, I know. Or I know, I know. if I would have said, John Heard, hey, do you know a better way to butter corn? And I'd have said, yes, ma'am, I yeah. do, darling. No, it was cool what you said. You know, butter your bread and rub your bread up and down your corn. Well, I get it. I can't help but throw that out there when I see you chasing a piece of butter around on the corn cob trying to get it to stay on there so you could butter it all the way around. I really wasn't trying all that hard. I know, hard. you just it gave just up. Kinda, just kind of... No, I buttered all the sides. I'd already rolled the corn in the butter that fell off the plate. Exactly. It was good. I know, it was very good. I had butter on my corn. Very good. It tasted just as good as if I'd buttered the bread and wiped it up and down the corn. No, it didn't. <laughs> it couldn't. You know why? Truth, wait, wait, let me just tell you what I was doing for you at Mine's that moment. No, no, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, whoa, 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 wait. I'm going to win this one because no, I already know where no, I'm going. No, no, no. Okay, remember, we just said, I have heart and you have knowledge. Mm -hmm. Here is the backside of that story. I don't eat butter on my corn. I prefer no butter because butter's fattening. I usually just salt it. But, because I'd already put them both on the plate and I was with you, and you, I knew you were going to tell me you got to have butter on your corn if I didn't butter one of them. So, I was buttering both of them just to be accommodating to you because I was putting heart into buttering corn. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't have to say you're sorry. I'm just telling you there was heart going into buttering that corn because I don't normally butter my corn. Well, I didn't realize that, babe. I know. If I'd have known that, I wouldn't have said a word. I know. But now I know how to butter your corn for you next time. That will make you happy. Did you, uh, when you was a kid, did you, you know, grow up and eat bread and butter with a meal? When I was at my grandmother's. Potatoes. And that's where I got that from. No, you it's know. a neat idea. So, because you don't, you know, you're not wasting any butter at all. You know, butter's expensive. It's really expensive this day and age. So you've actually got a piece of bread with butter <clears> on it. <throat> You know what? I'm good for you. I'm really good for you. I know you are. <laughs> really good. I'm really good for you. Yes, ma'am. So I don't worry about wasting the butter. I know. I don't either, really. It's just... But <laughs> and that's all part of living and having fun. I know. If I could save somebody a little time. And like when you send me to the grocery store... I don't give a crap how much it costs. I'm going to fill that basket up and bring you back some groceries. I know. I've got a lot of groceries to cook. <laughs> a lot of bacon and eggs. Got some turkey something, something. Turkey. <laughs> That's for me. Yeah, I, I figured that. <clears throat> I decided to 
buy myself some groceries at John Hurt's house last night when I was at the grocery store. You know what I could do with that turkey? Cook it for Kelly? I'll go fire up that Traeger. We could have some turkey jerky. <clears throat> oh, that might be good, but it's just so thin. They slice that turkey bacon so thin, Yeah, you know, you know why? You know why they do that? No. It's not bacon. I know. I know. But see, but do you know why I do it? Because turkeys are lean, and so it's not going to clog my arteries to eat turkey bacon. <clears throat> uh-huh. I got a lot given in me. I know you do. I do, too. Uh-huh. I like that bungee cord. Oh, but your elk burger last night was amazing. I mean, hands down, best ever. And I did not panic with you not being able to find the cheese. And my <laughs> mother was, is that I was, <laughs> I was touching that meat, and I knew with my spatula where that burger was going. Uh-huh. And I was worried, wouldn't panic. See, and I was trying cheese. to go above and beyond when I couldn't find the cheese and slicing some Velveeta and bringing it out there to, you know, have some cheese. You just wasn't quite sure how much I wanted the cheese with them. The time frame. The time but I'd offered to go get it early so it would be there know, when the moment was just right. I didn't realize it was covered up with leftovers and you couldn't find it. <laughs> this is the saga of dating a man who's been a bachelor for a long, long time. Oh. Setting his ways. But he has agreed to allow me one day to buy him some curtains and hang them in his living room. Uh-huh. Are you still game for that? Yeah, I am. This bachelor's got some give. I have a lot of give. In decor, but not in cooking. I have give in cooking. You do? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. But if I'm cooking, there's not really a lot of give. If no, I'm I know. Cooking. I know. But I will learn from anybody, and I love to learn. I love to eat good food. Well, I'll just I'll just say this: you're a darn good cook. I'll eat your food any day of the week. I will. You're a very, very, very good cook. <laughs> I like your food much better than mine. I just sort of throw it all together. You make really good food, babe. No, I don't. Yes, but you do. do. We won't starve because you're a good cook, and I don't mind washing the dishes. So. Mm-hmm. I don't like you being the hood. That's not Thank very, you for not wanting to call me the hood, I guess. Yeah. You know, partnership. And you walk, you know, I want you right there with me, beside me. I'm going to show you how to poke a steak. And, and explain to you what you're Do you know I've actually had people sit around my table before when I've actually cooked a steak on a grill for them and they go, this is the best steak I've ever had in my life. And you know what? I just believe them. Then <laughs> it is. It's because it's ranch-raised beef you're eating right there, baby. And it probably was the best steak they ever had in their life. Now, I will tell you this. I've seen steaks cooked a lot of different ways. My preference is, you know, cooked on the fire. But, like... I've taken them before and put dollops of butter on the top of them in a Pyrex dish and not broiled them in the oven, but baked them in the oven. And that butter melts down into that steak and it's a natural tenderizer, you know. And halfway through, you know, I'll I'll flip it over. Mm -hmm. And, uh, man, that's good steak, too. Mm -hmm. One thing that I've never really accomplished consistently that I would like to be better at, but it's because sometimes I don't like to take the steps necessary to make it what I want it to be is a good roast cook. I've known some women, their roast, oh my gosh. 
But to me, the best roast is, you know, you start out with one. I like a rump roast. Start out with the thought and you braise it in a little, just a little bit of oil. And season it and braise it, you know, before you, before you cook it. Mm-hmm. And, um. So you cook it in a crock pot or in a pot? In a roast pan. In a roast pan. Mm-hmm. I have a trick with my roast. I do roast. What do you do? I, I do, bet yours are good. I do a roast. I can. I love making stew. Mm. But I, you know, I cook my meat for a long time, roast it, basically broil it, or whatever you want to do it. But my trick is one can of good, strong Mexican beer dumped in it. I don't ever have any Mexican beer in my house. Well, you can buy it. You can buy a can of it. Um, I wouldn't know what Mexican beer is. Like Like, Tecate? Tecate. Or, you know, a lot of people just use cheap beer because basically what you're doing is you're breaking the meat down. Okay, I've seen the Tecate sign in Mexican restaurants and I've just figured that was some sign they brought over from Mexico. (laughs) It was, to sell beer. (laughs) I didn't know what it was. like, Tecate, whatever. But I I, I like to put beer in there, you know, like in beer roast or... Mm -hmm. Bison roast. Mm-hmm. I really got spoiled cooking bison meat when I was at Turner's. Heck, I'd rather have a bison, bison burger or an elk burger than than mm-hmm. a hamburger. Mm-hmm. I really would. Mm-hmm. And I'd rather have um, venison chicken fry than oh, yeah. beef. Yeah. You know, you was talking about the steaks you cooked. Probably the best grilled or, or cooked steaks that I've had in, in a long time. At somebody's house was the ones that Drew cooked for Christmas. That you and I know had your input on. Just a little input, but it wasn't, a sixty I didn't, second input, I didn't, and, and that may have made the difference in it, babe. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> but it was a really good cut of meat. Yeah, it was. I good. mean, a really good cut of meat, and he he marinated it just with a tinch. He said with some Worcestershire sauce or something, mm-hmm. and I don't know if he's he's a good pepper, cook on the grill. But I tell you what, that cut of meat that was perfect that came out perfect to me anyway well i got those up there at skytook and i told them i wanted it three quarters of it they were fresh cut you know mm-hmm. i wanted it three quarters of an inch thick and stuff you know you you but they were just awesome they were good i mean mm-hmm. so we need to run back to skytook we ought to do that okay get us a good cut of meat or two bartersville or somewhere okay i know you probably need to get around too because you know i mean you're leaving tomorrow evening I didn't know what your plans were. You trying to get rid of me? No, babe, I'm not. I'm, I'm trying to make plans I to go can, buy can. some so a good cut of meat and yeah. have a steak tonight. So, you know, bison, <coughs> people don't realize, and, I, and <coughs> I cooked a lot of bison meat, and I would marinate it a little bit, but I got all my steaks cut an inch thick. Really? Because they don't <coughs> have a lot of marbling in them. My coffee went down the wrong path. I'm sorry. <laughs> First bison burger I ever ate was in Stinnett, Texas, at some friends of mine, Robin Tally Browns, and they'd had a bison that they butchered. And it, <laughs> this is bison burger. I'm like, this is good. And I said, it was our bison. His name was Dud. So we were eating Dud. <laughs> we ate old Dud, the bison. It was good. I've thought about getting one. They take so long to feed out, you know. Uh, but they're very lean, very good, very... We may have to find us a little spot to put a couple. No, I don't want to mess with them. I've always wanted a buffalo, please. I really have. I need buffalo. It's something I'm supposed to have. That's one of the reasons I like you. They're just... Because you're the buffalo man. They're hard to handle. 
I know, but you you know how to handle them. I don't want to get one because if I get one, I'm going to want to eat it. If you get one, we're not going to eat it. No, yeah, we will. Let's raise them. Seriously. Come on. Let's raise some bison and market them and then process what we want to eat. I don't get attached to them. I, I totally believe in the food chain. Okay. I'm a strong supporter of that. Yeah, we need, we need, I've really, I've always, I'm supposed to have that. One day at my house in Throckmorton, I looked out the window and there were buffalo running through my yard and I thought, what the heck? And it's because Gary Ray the Cutter down the road, they'd gotten out. And there they were running towards the golf course. And I thought, only in Throckmorton. <laughs> but I loved every minute of it. I thought, I'm supposed to have some buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> So you could do your own cookbook, and you could have recipes in there on how to cook and make bison jerky and bison this and bison that. Mm-hmm. That's another thing I need. I need a buffalo head hanging on my wall. I've always wanted one of those. They have one at Lorette Ranch in Bahuska, but I don't know what they're asking for it. But I want, I want a buffalo head hanging in my house. I just okay. like it. What we will do, we'll get us a bison and we kill it. I'm going to take and make tools and stuff out of the body as well. Certain things. Can I have the hide for a rug too? If it's any good. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it costs a lot to tan a hide. No, I do. I want a big old buffalo rug on the floor and the head on the wall. And the meat in the freezer. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't you have a buffalo rug? I thought mm-hmm. one of your Macy's girls told me. Yeah. Macy's got it at her house. Yeah. I have a buffalo rug, I have a buffalo skull or two. I don't have a head. I'm just a real stickler on a bison head, mounted head. Wow. Because the ones you see are two year olds or cows or they just look puny. I want a mature bull. And he's going to be huge. His beard will be. Do you want one hanging on your wall too? Long. Well, no. But if I'm going to, if I want to sit and look at one in the house, I want a trophy. I don't want just a bison head with hair. Yeah. I want a trophy. I want him to say, "Look at me. I'm king. King. I'm the man. I'm the man." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I've got some. Some caps in there, some horn caps in there off of four-year-old bulls. And those aren't, you know, four-year-old bison bulls mature, fairly mature. But they, they get bigger. They're like anything else. And those caps, I bet you, you could take, you could take a softball sticking the end of them. That's how big they are at the base. That's a pretty big base. That's a big base. I think I'm going to shine them up and make you some flower pots out of them. Make me some flower pots. Mm-hmm. Can I hang on the wall. Aren't you sweet? We got four of them. Have you seen bison horn flower pots before? No, but I've I've seen you know the cow ones. The girls got some. Mm-hmm. I think the bison they shine up really pretty. Cool. What are you thinking now? Oh, I was thinking when you said I'd be the man, I'd be the man. I was thinking that Taylor Swift song. I'd be the man. And I, then you were saying 
something about the base of them was big enough to fit a softball in them. And I was thinking about because <laughs> you know I'm all about that base, about that base. Go oh, travel. <laughs> I just think in songs, I'm sorry. I know. There's I always know. A, there's always That's why music I look at playing. you and say, what are you thinking? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I'd be the man. Because you know I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. <laughs> I'm more of a Joy Strait Christmas cookie kind of guy. Mm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. South of the border, down Mexico way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll bring your guitar next time you play, come over. Mine's a little out of tune between moving and when are you going to learn to play your guitar? Know you know you want, want to. Right? you got to yeah. want to do something. You, you know you want to. You want to be able to play that guitar and sing sweet to me. You I know, if I could play a tune, eyes. I would love to be able to do that. But I can't play a tune. But I could show you how to play. And I probably can't carry a tune in the five You bucket. can carry a tune. You're a good singer. you got a wonderful voice. <laughs> I think. <laughs> So does everybody else that pulls this podcast up and hears you talking. Mm-hmm. It's just... <clears throat> just me, baby. Yeah, we all know that. Well, hey, y'all, we're going to sign off now, and I hope you agree with me that there's no such thing as too much of a little bit of John Hurd mentality. Thanks for joining us today. We hope your life is just like a cup of coffee. Good.